Well, hello there. Welcome to This Day's Grace. I'm your host, Mariah Elise, and this is a podcast brought to you by the Saints for the Saints. Stay tuned for testimonies, faith food, heavenly hugs, and spiritual strength. May this be a sacred place for you to experience the love of our Savior, Jesus Christ. You belong to Him, and you belong here. Happy Monday, friends. Um, I'm sure some of you are going into this week just thinking, oh my goodness, <laughs> I can't do this. And so if that is your mindset or that you are feeling overwhelmed already and it's Monday, then this encouragement is for you. So day 12 is entitled The Reasons of Rain. I have a love-hate relationship with truth bombs. Like recently, when I had a moment when I was in a lot of pain staring at this mountain in front of me, waiting for it to be moved. And then my bishop drops those beautiful yet cringy words, your trials are as individual as you are, given to you by your loving Heavenly Father. Okay, bishop, Well, that just fans away any pride and rejects anything that says, I shouldn't be going through this. The even better thing is that he said these words right before a three-hour drive, so I was given no choice but to think it through. However, I probably did a little less thinking and a lot more crying. I want to first blame my trials on the enemy because I feel awful. And how could a loving Heavenly Father allow something that makes me feel so awful? If Jesus is my joy, isn't Satan my sadness? Two plus two does equal five, right? No. So then I want to blame my trials on myself because isn't everything about Isn't everything my fault? And isn't everything about me? Isn't it funny that we look to ourselves before we look to the Savior? And that blame is the first thing that we do as humans when we feel discomfort and shame. Just as it started in the Garden of Eden. We don't feel shame in our trial alone. We feel shame in not being able to manage our trial on our own as we so often live and operate in the idolatry of self-sufficiency. This issue is, if I'm busy blaming, I am not busy working through and growing through what I'm going through. Are you still with me? And what's even worse than that is that I can't connect and become more like Jesus Christ, unless I pick up my cross. And yes, um, it's heavy. But I know one that is heavier. It's called sin. And that three little world word is described, is disguised in false humility called pride. This reflection isn't attempt to convince, but rather to comfort. It's not to say trials are good, 
but it's rather to say that they're necessary. The rain isn't just necessary for growth, it's necessary to purify the air. It's necessary for the use of water. And it's necessary to activate a rainbow. Everyone is affected by the results of rain. Likewise, my trials are not just necessary for my personal growth, but for the growth of those around me. Trials are necessary to reshape my vision, to see things from God's perspective. They also redesign my environment, bringing Christ back to the center of everything, because I am deeply aware of my need for the atonement in the midst of my trials. And, of course, they help me to become more effective and useful as I become more flexible from the trial that is my refining fire that my cold heart often needs to soften. Trials also help those around us to become more like Christ as we allow them to minister to us. Trials help us to find gratitude in the simple things. When we understand that the rain is connected to our harvest, we rejoice when we see the gray clouds. And as we start to see out of the eyes of Christ, we see that the rain, our trials, is connected to God's harvest, his gathering of all saints. That really all of what we're going through and all that we were created to be has very little to do with us. I can't yet understand why this seems to be like a long season where everyone has a rain cloud over their head and it's just pouring and flooding in so many people's lives. I can't understand why it continues to rain when it appears as if we've already received too much rain. Is it perhaps that there are weeds or crops in our life that are not meant to be there? I cannot fully understand why it appears that we have this umbrella shortage this season and and why some people just seem to be drenched and catching a cold from the rain. If trials are hurting God's own, why would he allow them? I can't quite comprehend why this season we are called to suffer in what feels like silent isolation as we lifelessly stare at others being poured on. Should we yell at the rain to stop? We are sick of the trials that seem to be given in abundance this season. All day, we look for where to travel for dry land. And I don't understand what God is doing completely. However, I know that what we are being filled up with this season will prepare us to ask blessings in the next season. I know for certain that this rainy season is intentional and purposeful for divine plans. Because I can see many rain clouds, I can get a good glimpse of where to look for the rainbows that have yet to come. Can we believe that soon we will see restoration and revival? 
<laughs> have I lost you yet with my rain analogy? My specific trial in this specific season, delivered in this specific way, is to give results that only a God who operates in the details could design. The thy will be done isn't done in the rain alone. It's done in learning to dance in the rain. It's done in looking for and believing in the rainbows that have yet to come. It's done in the giving or sharing of your umbrella. And it's done in as seeing God as your umbrella. And it is done as we see Heavenly Father shielding us from what isn't yet meant for us. I don't know these things without prideful tears in my eyes, but I gain clarity through the one who wipes away all my tears. By this, we can say amen and thank you, Lord. No matter what, whatever you are going through, you matter. You are seen. Yes, you are loved. And you are needed for what only you can do. It is my personal testimony that though we feel like we are being stretched to the limit, just like when you put a rubber band on one of your fingers and then stretch it back with another finger, and it feels like we are about to break, what's really about to happen is that God's going to release it and that is you are going to soar like that rubber band. And I, I don't understand everything. I don't understand most things. Nevertheless, I know that God loves his kids and he takes care of us. He takes really good care of us. And because he does, I can trust him. So who are some people you can be a blessing to because you are going through this specific trial. When you think of trials and what you're going through, who is something, so, excuse me, who is someone who you can be a blessing to because you're going through this specific trial? And what are some areas you need to rely more on God? So who is someone that you can be a blessing to because you're going through this specific trial? And what are some areas that you need to rely more heavily on God? Our kind and gracious Heavenly Father, thank you for being in the business of the details. Thank you for having your divine reasons. And thank you for sending rainbows to remind us of your promises, just like in Genesis. Please wrap us in your loving kindness and comfort. Please show us Jesus. In his name, amen. Thanks so much for joining us today. If you liked today's episode, please leave us a rating and review below. And follow us on Instagram at This Day's Grace. It is my prayer that you have a beautiful day and see God's fingerprint in your life. You are so loved. Join us tomorrow. Bye.